Good morning. We have a special service uh, for us today. Let's stand and let's just open our time in song uh, as we begin our time in worship. Great is thy faithfulness, O God, my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not thy compassions, they fail not. As thou hast been now forever, will be. hear that noise too? It's not just me. All right. Good morning, everyone. (laughs) Thanksgiving is Thursday. 
What food are we looking forward to the most? Turkey, stuffing, cornbread, uh, casserole, mashed potatoes. I didn't hear many desserts in there. That's fine, too. <laughs> OK. All right. All that sounds really good. There was a right answer. It's sweet potato casserole with the marshmallows and the pecans on top. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But truly hope you enjoy uh, Thanksgiving coming up on Thursday. In light of Thanksgiving coming up, we were thinking of, of a different kind of service today, and it's going to be a, a thankfulness type of service based on prayer. It's a prayer service. So we're going to pray together because prayer is always a good idea. I say that a lot, and I mean it. No matter what the occasion, prayer is a good idea. And praying together, also a good idea. I think that a church that doesn't pray isn't really a church. No matter what else we do, no matter what activities we do and outreach we do, if we're not praying, we're not connecting with God, and we're not a church. But we are a church, and we do pray, and that's what we're going to do this morning. And this is a good time to just mention to you, in case you didn't know, every Sunday before the service, including today's service, a prayer service, from 9.15 a.m. to 9.45 a.m., somewhere in there, the, the room on your left when you walk in the Boys and Girls Club, there's a small group in there praying for the service. Even today, praying for a prayer service. So we did that. But if you ever want to join, even if you don't want to pray, even if you just want to listen, you're welcome to participate in any way you want with us in the prayer room when you first walk in on the left, 9.15 a.m. to 9.45 a.m. on Sundays. So we are a praying church, not just there, but in our small groups and at our homes and in our youth group, and our, we are a praying church. So we're going to pray together this morning. Before we do that, I want to quickly give you the, the order of our service today. First thing that's going to happen is I'm going to give you a very brief introduction to prayer. And then after that, we're going to pray. And the way that we're going to pray is we're going to break it down into an acronym that I've mentioned a few times before, ACTS. If you ever get stuck, what can I pray about, how should I pray, you can think about these four letters, this acronym, ACTS. The A stands for adoration, the C stands for confession, the T stands for thanksgiving, thankfulness, and the S stands for supplication, requests that we pray and ask the Lord for. Adoration, confession, thanksgiving, supplication. So here's how we're going to do our prayer service together today. We're going to walk through each one of those, starting with adoration. So I'm going to talk very briefly about adoration, what that is. And then I'm going to call two people up that we asked beforehand to pray over the church according to adoration. So I'm going to call those two people up. They're going to pray. After they pray, we'll take about a minute to silently pray ourselves along the lines of adoring God. After that happens, we'll have a few songs. We'll move then to confession where Pastor Nat's going to come up, talk a little bit about confession, and then same thing. Call two people up. They're going to pray Silent prayer together, another break with songs. We'll have communion today as well. Um, and then move to Thanksgiving. Pastor Jason's going to come up, talk about Thanksgiving. Two people will come up to pray, silent prayer, and then we'll move on to supplication with Pastor Rob. Make sense? That's what we're doing. So first, I want to give you a, a brief introduction to prayer. What is prayer? I like to make it very simple because it is, and we tend to overcomplicate it sometimes. Prayer is talking with God. That's what prayer is. It's talking with God. And we can do that individually, like throughout my day, on my walk up here, I was talking to God, right? We can talk to God throughout the whole day on your own individually. 
whenever, anytime. He always is there to talk to you, to hear from you. You can always talk to God. You can also have set times in the day. Jesus taught us that in Matthew 6, right? Go shut the door behind you in your room. The idea is somewhere where you're not distracted, where you can talk to your father who hears you in secret. Take the time, set it aside, and talk to God in prayer. Right now, the, the way I'm trying to do that, I love prayer walks, just a couple suggestions here. Go for a walk, don't bring your phone, and talk to the Lord. Lately, I've been doing something, I set an alarm, and during that time, I say, God, this is your time. If I think of something I have to do on my to-do list or anything comes to mind that I think I have to address that, I'll just write it down on the side but that's, and then get back to and just talk to the Lord. Say, Lord, this is your time. Help me talk to you, and I'll think about the different ways of how I want to talk to him. And hopefully you get some ideas here as we walk through adoration, confession, thanksgiving, supplication. So we can pray to God individually throughout the day on our own set time. We also can talk to God together, communally. And that's, in essence, what we're doing this morning. And Jesus taught us to do this. In the Lord's Prayer in Matthew 6, he said, pray like this. Our Father, our Father, together. First person, plural. Together, we can talk to God. So when someone is up here and praying, even if you're not saying the exact words they are, we're praying together as a body, as a church. And so we're going to do that. And we see throughout the Lord's Prayer, you see these different elements of adoration and of confession and of thanksgiving and of supplication. So let's jump into first, adoration. In the beginning of the Lord's Prayer, Jesus says, pray like this, our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. You are holy. So let's talk a little bit about adoration. It's adoring God. We talk to God about God. And it's often a good place to start before we get into our own lives and the own, the, our own messes and things we want to ask God for. We focus on who he is, his character, his attributes. The beginning of the Lord's Prayer is our Father who is in heaven. Hallowed be your name. You are holy. You are set apart. You are one of a kind. That's one of the many reasons we can talk to God about God and adore him for who he is, his character, his attributes. I'm going to give you some other examples of reasons that we have to adore God because he's revealed it to us, that he is a God who is sacrificial. He is a God that is perfect in love. We can praise him because of his goodness, because of his patience, because of his mercy, because he knows everything, and he's always present. And he's all-powerful. And he's forgiving and just. That he's creative and empathetic. That he's a leader and a protector and a provider and a healer in all the ways that we need healing. That he's full of truth. That he's never lied even once. That there's no darkness in him at all. That he's the light of the world. And we could go on and on and on and on, and we can get lost in the ways that we adore God for who God is. So the first thing we're going to do is pray to him prayers of adoration. So I'd like to call up Corey Bailey and Jacob Beard, who have prepared a prayer to pray, prayer of adoration. And we'll ask Jacob to go first, and then Corey, but they can both come up here. And they've, they've taken some time, and they've written down uh, a prayer to pray over us together to the Lord, prayers of adoration. So after Jacob prays, uh, then Corey will pray, and then there'll be a time to silently pray ourselves, uh, prayers of adoration to ourselves. So thanks, God. 
everyone. Let's bow our heads. Lord, we come before you now to fall at your feet as the 24 elders do before your throne and we cast our crowns at your feet just as they do. We cast everything, all good things that we have come from you, O Father of lights. O Lord, let us never rely on our own strength or wisdom or might to save us, but only ever on you. You are worthy, Lord, to receive glory and honor and power for you created all things and because of your will they existed. And because of your will, we exist, no longer children of darkness, but children of light. And in your will, O oh Lord, you suffered such terrible and awful things so that we could have a life as we are now. O oh Lord, you, you came to serve and not to be served. You knelt at the feet and, and, and you washed the feet of the disciples and you served your whole life just to lead up to the point where you suffered so terribly, Lord Jesus, for the sins you never committed because you're a good father. You're shepherding, Lord Jesus. And you love us so deeply and we glorify you, Lord God. And now because of such things, because of your will, we are able now, oh Lord, to boldly approach the throne room and to sit at your feet and glorify you and love only because you first loved us. Oh Lord, you, you, you feed the sparrow and you clothe the grass of the fields. You shepherd us and you care for us. You are the provider of the El Shaddai, the first and the last, the firstborn of the dead, the ruler of the kings of the earth, eyes like flame of fire, feet like burnished bronze. You are the king of kings, the Lord of lords, Alpha and Omega, beginning and the end. You created all things, and we glorify your holy name. We worship you, Lord Jesus Christ, for all you have done and all you will do. In your precious name we pray. Amen. Dear Lord, our Heavenly Father, words cannot do justice to the perfect and blameless nature of your holiness. It's truly incomprehensible and majestic. You're set apart from us, and we're not worthy to be called your children, but we are through your faith, through our faith in your Son, Jesus. You have given us the honor of calling you Lord, Abba, Father, and the privilege of communing with you in prayer. Lord, help us to understand that there's no single most important thing than to give you praise, worship, reverence, and thanksgiving. You have provided your church family here at Terra with so much over the years. You've blessed us with truth, with leadership, direction, guidance, people of many talents, funding, a roof over our heads, community with each other, and so much more. Praise God. We are not a perfect church, and we try not to take what you have blessed us with for granted, but we do. We're flawed and sinful people. You are patient with us, and we're thankful. Father, have mercy on us and keep us humble. Heal us and continue to be compa compassionate toward us.
It's only through your infinite grace, through Jesus, that we can approach your throne and stand before you with confidence. Lord, your love is sacrificial and perfect. Help us to even come close, a fraction of the perfect love that you show us every hour of our lives. Help us to bask in the and appreciate that love. Help us to be grateful, thankful, and loving toward you and toward each other. Do a work in us as a church and in our personal lives. You lift us up. Help us to understand that we cannot do this without you. Help us to keep you at the center of our lives and remain focused on your mission for us. Father, you know our hearts, and we pray for your will. As the Apostle Paul said to the King of the Ages, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Let's just take a, a moment of silence now for a minute here and pray our own prayers of adoration to our Heavenly Father. Feel free to stand or sit or take whatever posture you want as we continue through song.
There's a verse in scripture, 1 John 1, 9, 
that might be familiar to you. It says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. See, when we confess our sins, uh, far more is happening than us just getting something off our chest. Um, We're actually coming to the one, the only one, that has the power to forgive our sins against God and to clean us up from the dirt of our sin. Jesus can do this, and 1 John 1, 9 says that he is faithful to do this because his blood was shed for this very purpose. So what do we have to confess? We can confess sins we commit as individuals rebelling in our own private thoughts, in our own private lives. We can confess how we've treated each other how we treated our family, our friends, our coworkers, people we see online, sometimes with impatience or anger, sometimes quick to judge, quick to assume. We can confess our sins as a church community. Where have we needed to show love and grace but have not? Where has God called us to something but instead we've neglected it and so we think through these things not to wallow in the bad feelings or stew in the guilt uh, but rather to bring our sin to the savior the one who's faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us so in, in confession we turn once again away from our sins and toward our savior And so now I'd like to invite Rachel Gardner and Dave Kreuzberg up to lead us in prayer. Rachel will go first, and then Dave will follow. Father, we need your forgiveness. We know who we would be if you left us to our own devices and we need you to change us. By natural inclination, we dishonor our bodies, trust in lies, and worship created things instead of worshiping you. Our passions are dishonorable. Your image within us is marred by our sin, which brings about more and more disease as it continues. We need you to heal us. In the place where we refuse to acknowledge and thank you, our minds are dark. Our nation is filled with unrighteousness, covetousness, malice. We are gossips, slanderers, stubborn, proud, boastful, disobedient to parents, foolish, faithless, heartless ruthless, in defiance of your righteous law, not fearing the death that it merits, we have done evil and celebrated others who did the same. We are wrong, we repent, and we beg your intervention and your forgiveness today and every day in Jesus' name.
our fickle people. We know of your love for us, of your sacrifice for us, of the connection that you seek with us, and yet we stray from you. We seek out the temporary to fill our needs and our desires, such things for which only you can provide. In this, we commonly choose to prioritize ourselves, our own desires, and our own comforts over the relationship and the service you call us to. Lord, our Father, we are a fickle people. Please forgive us and forever draw us near to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Jesus. 
a seat for a moment. We're going to prepare ourselves for communion. As Pastor Tori said, Thanksgiving is upon us with Advent close behind. I find that a lot of the holidays that, that we celebrate can and should resonate a little bit differently for the Bible-believing, Christ-following Christian, right? Because the important things that should be remembered and should be celebrated by the believer aren't dictated by a number on a calendar, but rather through the living out of our faith. They become a daily way of life. We don't remember Christ's death and resurrection only on Easter. We don't celebrate the incarnation of Christ's birth only on Christmas. We say prayers before every meal, not just the ones that have turkey in front of us. Thankfulness and humility become a habitual practice in the Christian's everyday life. Amen? And that doesn't mean that, that these set-aside days on the calendar are a bad thing. The truth is, we as humans have a bad habit and a bent for forgetting and neglecting the really important things for the less important things. And God knows this. And God knew this. And that's why in the time of Moses, he established a Passover as a meal as a holiday, as a meal of remembrance of the deliverance and the provision of God. Then Jesus Christ comes to earth and he says, guess what? Your holiday about deliverance is now about deliverance from sin and deliverance from spiritual death. He said it was a new covenant and he said, you do this in remembrance of me. We celebrate the Sacrament of Communion every Sunday at Terra, right? Every Sunday. Every Sunday is a holiday for those who are in Christ, amen? And we celebrate this. So, to take communion today, if you'd like to come up this aisle and take a piece of the broken matzah that represents Christ's body and dip it into the wine or the juice, or if you prefer, you can come up this aisle on this side where they have the prepackaged elements and somebody there will also remind us of Christ's broken body and Christ's shed blood for our sins. Amen? Amen. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18 says this, Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. May our time today at the Lord's table be clothed in thankfulness. Amen? Let's stand.
So why do we pray prayers of thanks? That song probably just answered it for us, right? In the Lord's Prayer, we don't see Jesus teach the disciples to give thanks. So can we assume that when we pray, we should skip right to our needs and our desires from our Savior? What's the correct way to pray? In the Lord's Prayer, Jesus was teaching the disciples a way to pray, but not the only way to pray. It's a guide for us. In many of his other prayers, Jesus gives thanks. He gives thanks before he feeds the 4,000. He gives thanks before he feeds the 5,000. He gives thanks for raising Lazarus from the dead. And he gives thanks before the Last Supper in his impending crucifixion. So for what are we to give thanks for? Everything. Everything. The Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Thessalonians 5.18, Give thanks in all circumstances for everything, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So for the last uh, some time, our family has kept a journal of the things that we are grateful for. Um, some have been better than others at writing these things down. That's my church confessional. I wasn't as good. So I thought I'd share a, a, a brief number, not a thousand, because we don't have all day, of what the Gagnon family has been thankful for this, uh, the, over this time. Number 778, the smell of rain in the moon, 815. Football in the yard. 436, dad's homemade pizza. 513 and 512, Avengers and Thor. <laughs> Some of you think I stole Pastor Tori's gratitude journal, but I didn't. <laughs> so. Number 438, homemade bread and jam. 595, peanut butter and chocolate. 452, friends to sing worship songs with. 620, the unfailing truth of the Bible. 999, God's grace so free and washing over me. That's just a little bit of what the Gagnon family has been grateful for. So it's important to remember the little things of life to be grateful for. Thankfulness keeps us from becoming insulated and selfish from focusing on just the needs and desires of our own life. But we need to remember to whom we are thankful for and why we are thankful. To be truly thankful, we must fully understand 
what we've been given in the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Without this understanding of to whom and to why and why we are thankful, our thanks will always be transitory, a fleeting moment just based on our circumstances, our feelings, our emotions. But Tara, may we as a people be a people, as the Apostle Paul wrote in Ephesians 5.20, who give thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm going to ask the Schwartzes to come up, both Gary and Nancy, and read us some prayers of thanksgiving. morning, let us pray. Lord, teach us to offer you a heart of thanksgiving, praise in all our daily experiences. Teach us always to be joyful, to pray continually, and to give thanks in all circumstances. Lord Jesus, you obeyed your Father in every way. You lived a sinful life. You embraced our humanity as the Son of Man and the Son of God. You loved us to the end, died on the cross for our redemption, and rose again. We are thankful that you will never leave us nor forsake us. You are a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Thank you for forgiving us, although we don't deserve it. You shower us with forgiveness and your unconditional love. I will give thanks to the Lord because of his righteousness and will sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory above the heavens. Lord, words really don't express our thankfulness, but your mighty power through your Holy Spirit is at work in us, transforming us and renewing our minds. And for that, to you only, Lord, belong eternal thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord, my thanks to you and our thanks to you can be in a song. And this song came to mind. So it will be my prayer. Many men will drink the rain and turn to thank the clouds. And many men will hear you speak, but they will never turn around. I will not forget you are my God, my King. With a thankful heart, I bring my offering. And my sacrifice is not what you can give, but what I alone can give to you. A grateful heart I give, a thankful prayer I pray, a wild dance I dance before you, a loud song I sing, a huge bell I ring, a life of praise I will live before you. Many men will pour their gold and, and serve a thing that shines. And many men will read your words, but they will never change their minds. But I will not forget you. 
are my God and my King. With a grateful heart, I bring my offering. And my sacrifice is, is not what you can give, but what I alone can give to you. A grateful heart I give, a thankful prayer I pray, a wild dance I dance before you, a loud song I sing, a huge bell I ring, and a life of praise I live before you.
seat one more time. There's a lot of up and downs that we've given you today. I apologize, but it's just what works with our, our setup here today. So we've, we've had our, our walk through uh, ACT, and now we're at the S, right? So we've had our adoration, we've had our confession, we've had our thanksgiving, and now we come to the part that I think, if we're honest, we're more universal than we're unique in this one, and we always jump to supplication, right? God has got this to-do list for us. We've laid it all out for him, and the first thing that we do when we open up our mouths is, God, can you do something for me? So instead of running to those typical prayers, as a guide, work your way through the ACTS. It's just a guide. Um, we're not holding tightly to this, but it's helpful for us to look at who God is first. And in light of who God is, we see our confession that needs to come from that. And out of that, we can be thankful 
for what God has done for us in Jesus. And then we can bring our supplications to him. And then we, we see in the Lord's prayer, the your kingdom come and your will be done. Is so often not our first thing. We should be people starting with what we want to see God to do. Because when we insert ourselves in our will and our plan, we're leaving God out of it. So start with asking what God's will is. Because we often think that our way is better. So if, if, if the Lord's prayer says, your kingdom come and your will be done, start there. Then begin to bring the Lord your supplications, your things that you want, the things that you need, knowing that he'll grant those if it's the Lord's will, if it's for his kingdom to be here. So I'm going to ask uh, Taylor and Whitney Philippi to come and pray prayers of supplication um, as we conclude our service here today. bow your heads with me. Father, we come before you with humble hearts that acknowledge you are the giver of all things. Thank you that through your son's sacrifice, we're able to present you with prayers of supplication. Father, would you instill in us a heart that is full of your compassion for people? Lord, when we look into the eyes of another, would we see a reflection of your image that then moves us to love and care for them well? And in so doing, Lord, would Terra Nova be a light in this city? Let us bear your light in this community and push back the evil and darkness found here. May we learn how to care for the poor, the lonely, the oppressed, and the marginalized. Teach us what we can do to bear your light well in this city. And Father, as our church leadership continues to look for a permanent location where we can worship, would you guide them? Give them wisdom in, in choosing a place creative thinking that provides unique solutions and confidence in your sovereign plan. Lord, I lift up tribes to you. I thank you for each tribe leader. As they walk side by side with so many, would you remind them that you are the healer, you are the redeemer, you are the giver of joy. And would these truths settle in the hearts of our tribe leaders and comfort them? Lord, I also ask that you would equip more and more people to serve in this way as tribe leaders and that the enemy would not be able to keep those who hear this call from responding. Lord, I lift up the youth of Terra Nova. Father, would you protect them, protect their hearts from becoming selfish and numb to the evil in this world? Would you also protect them from their hearts becoming prideful and judgmental and, and entitled but rather help us to shape them, use us to shape them into young men and women who have humble, gracious, and loving hearts. Remind us that we all play a role in this in shaping the next generation, and would you give us strength and wisdom to do it well? Dear Heavenly Father, 
thank you for Terra Nova Church. Thank you for how it has transformed my life and the lives of so many others in this room. We are grateful for this church. We are grateful for the elders and leadership who have laid down their lives to serve your people. And Jesus, we now lift up the elders and leaders at Terra. We pray first for their ministries. They reveal your word, your character to us by leading worship, preaching, counseling, praying, leading tribes, investing in people and families, and many other ways that most of us hardly ever see. Would you call us, the church, to invest in them, to pour into them so they may do your work and bring people to you, use people in their lives to encourage and serve them. Secondly, we pray for their marriages. You have brought each of these couples together to reflect who you are and to bring them joy. Would you protect them from lies, discouragement, and fear? Continue to use their marriages to encourage each other to flourish, to become more like you through the love and ministry of their partner. Finally, we pray for their physical, spiritual, and emotional health. Protect them from illness and fatigue. During this busy holiday time and Advent, would you give them rest in your presence? Would you remind them in only the way you can how beloved they are and of the joy that is only found in you? Jesus, we lift up our Terra Kids ministry. We are so very thankful for each teacher and volunteer who gives of themselves to teach our children about who you are so they will know you and proclaim your name. Jesus, we ask for more people of this church to volunteer to serve so classes don't need to close and current volunteers don't get burnt out and miss multiple services a month because they're downstairs. Jesus, we ask that you would continue to give vision and resources to grow our Terra Kids program. We ask that every child that walks or crawls or is carried through our doors hears that you created them and that you love them and that that truth is written on their heart. Jesus, finally we ask that you would continue to grow our presence in this Troy community. Would you grow strategic partnerships and allow us to be your hands in this city? Would you bring people to yourself through service to Troy and the surrounding communities? Jesus, we ask that this church would reflect your heart for your people in everything that we do and in how we love one another. Amen. Let's just take a minute now to pray silent prayers of supplication to our Father.
song for you before uh, Dennis comes up and um, sends us off. Um, Thank you for being a part of this service and for allowing us to be uh, a people who pray together um, as we serve our Lord. Let's sing as we go.
Have a seat for just one more time. 
As we close today, church, um, we're not going to do announcements proper. Uh, we want to leave on that amazing note that we just sang. Um, so I would simply ask you to take a few moments, take a look at your guide page. I know you have one because I handed them out. Um, you know, just click the links as needed for whatever information you might need or to know how to give toward um, our our cause and our mission at Terra Nova, which is to make more better disciples of Jesus. Uh, we'll leave with a benediction today, and I would, I would hope that you would hear this benediction in a life uh, in light that we're coming up toward our very North American holiday of Thanksgiving. So hear this piece from Isaiah in light of, of what we'll be uh, doing and being in the next, in the week. It says this, give thanks to the Lord, call upon his name, Make known his deeds among the peoples. Make them remember that his name is exalted. Praise the Lord in song, for he has done glorious things. Let this be known throughout the earth. Amen? Amen. Go with God's grace, Terra Nova.